1: but we'll retire by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to the dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know.
0: Thank you. Salud. We are speaking today with Leo Boney, who left Oakland, California for Spain with his husband, Bill Geis. They first moved to Barcelona and then to Sitges, but we'll get to that later. Now, I noticed that in my former recordings, when I say certain words, they don't come out quite as enunciated. From here on in, I will be giving you the spelling of the city. (laughs) In this case, it's S as in spectacular. All right. I-T-G-E-S. Sitges. So, Ciches is a coastal town in Catalonia, Spain, about 22 miles southwest of Barcelona. The city is famous worldwide for its film festival, carnival, lgbt culture mediterranean beaches and seafront promenade lined with grand mansions in fact just this month nine beaches in situs have been awarded the renowned blue flag distinction the iconic blue flag distinction is one of the world's most recognized awards for beaches marinas and sustainable boating tourism operators in order to qualify for this distinction a series of stringent environmental, educational, safety, and accessibility criteria must be met and maintained. Sitges has become a leader in these distinctions in Catalonia. Also, in 2023, Catalonia has been awarded 96 blue flags for beaches, Whoa. which is two more than last year, and 24 ports. Wow. It sounds like Sitges is the place to be if you're a beach lover. Okay, a little bit about our guest.
1: Jean? Leo, originally from Rome, Italy, had a nomadic childhood, moving between Italy and California multiple times. Despite considering California his place of growth, he feels a strong connection with Italy. Leo attended UC Santa Barbara and is a certified yoga instructor, while he plans to semi-retire soon. He currently works for a French startup in a role similar to his previous work in the Bay Area. Although tech in Spain lags behind the Silicon Valley, Leo enjoys his work, appreciating the lower salary. But greater vacation time and respect for workers' rights in Spain. Bill, born in LA, spent seven years in Saudi Arabia due to his father's occupation with a defense contractor. Like Leo, he has mainly resided in California. Bill attended UC Berkeley and is a certified ESL teacher and massage therapist. He is semi retired and pursues writing. Both Leo and Bill share a love for traveling and have capitalized on living in Europe to visit several countries despite the challenges of COVID-19. They also enjoy outdoor activities, including visiting a Buddhist temple in the nearby Gareth National Park and riding their bikes to the beach. Leo frequents the beach during summer, which is about a five-minute walk from their home. They also enjoy attending festivals in Seachess, where they reside, and are both passionate about their American Staffordshire terrier, Bubba. We'd like to see Bubba, by the way. (laughs)
2: He's here in the back no, sitting down. No, 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 no.
1: If he comes by.
0: Hi, Leo. Welcome to our show. Thank you for joining us. We understand you and Bill first moved to Barcelona before CJS. But before sharing that, what prompted you guys to move overseas and leaving the Bay Area?
2: I know all places, right? Well, so first of all, thank you very much for having me on your show today. I actually, I love talking about our experience moving overseas because I very firmly believe that everybody should experience something new and something different in their life. And this is one of those things for us. It's something new and something different. So to answer your question why we left, it started as a thought in our heads, and it started as kind of a 10-year plan. And we thought, you know, gee, wouldn't it be nice, we've both lived overseas before, mostly as children, wouldn't it be nice if we moved to Europe as adults? and experience life as adults. Uh, there were some things about Europe in particular that drew both of us like just kind of the social aspect of the of society in terms of improved um, transportation and healthcare and kind of a better work-life balance, a, more of a focus on fresh foods, although not always depending on where you go. <laughs> so we kind of viewed it as this grand adventure. And then Trump got elected. <laughs> and that fast-tracked <laughs> our move to Europe yeah, because amazing. we... So many people that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It's crazy how one person can really right. do that. Uh-huh. And so we ended up moving a few years early. But we would have moved anyways. We just moved a few years earlier. And also because I was an italian citizen or i am an italian citizen it makes moving to the eu easier because Mm -hmm. Uh then you know we can show up and we still have there's still some requirements like you still have to have a job or you have to be able to support yourself but in general it makes immigration a lot easier and then and we thought about moving to italy but i couldn't find a job there it was a lot harder Uh to find a job in italy so we thought you know If we move to Spain, we both get something different. We both have a new experience. Mm-hmm. And in Spain, I applied for, you know, maybe four or five job openings through LinkedIn or Glassdoor. And I immediately started getting interviews. And so here yeah. we are. Yeah. And actually, we had visited Barcelona a few years beforehand, Barcelona and CITES both. But we moved to Barcelona because at that time, my office was there and people were not uh, working remote. This was uh, before COVID. Got it. Um, so that's why we moved to Barcelona, which, okay. which we loved but not as much as (laughs) Sitchis.
0: Oh, so you knew about Sitchis even before.
2: Yeah. So the crazy thing is that Bill saw an article about Sitchis before we came to visit, and we decided to spend the day here. It was one of those days that I still remember because we went to, there's a nude beach here, and so we went to the nude beach. Mm -hmm. And i just laying in the water you know, with my belly to the sun, and just like just having such a wow. pleasant time, and I look across the water, and there's this row of houses, and I'm like, it would be amazing to live there. Okay. And when we moved to Citrus, we moved to that row of houses. <gasps> no, it was really crazy. I was like, wow. wow. We don't live there anymore. We ended up okay. moving to a different place in Citrus, but it was it was just one of those things that kind of called to us, you know.
0: Interesting.
2: That's so yeah. nice. Was that yeah. one of those houses on the promenade? It's what no, I wish. So those houses <laughs> on the promenade are like was million say. million uh, euro yeah, houses. Yeah. And that's on the other side of Sitges. Uh okay. we're over on the or we were over on the Balmin San Sebastian side. So they're houses, but they're really um apartments. So I call okay. them houses, but they were mm-hmm. apartments. Sure, okay. sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So can you share with us, I guess we'll focus on Cichas. In general, we assume that the cost of living is lower than Oakland. Well, anything is lower, but share with us your uh, housing experience, if you will. Did you buy? Do you rent?
2: Yeah, we rent. Okay. The housing experience specifically. So in Barcelona, it's a little bit closer to what you would find in the States. In CITES, the housing market is a little bit more complicated. For us, it's complicated because we have a dog and not every landlord wants a dog. And mm. you can stipulate in Spain, no dogs allowed. I suppose you could in the States. And so there were several places that didn't even want to talk to us when they found out that we had Wow. A dog. Wow. Yeah, but then also Sitges is very much who you know. And so what you'll find is that there are a lot of listings that are ghost listings. You go and you call the agent and the listing itself doesn't exist or <laughs> or it existed a year ago. And so a lot of it is, you know, somebody says, "Hey, my friend has an apartment that's, you know, available for rent or for sale and that's typically how things happen. Now, also, the other difference is here, the renter pays the agent fee, ah. not the not the landlord. So there's okay. an added expense. So typically, when you move to a new place, you would pay the agent's fee, which is like a month's worth of rent. and then you would pay the first month and then the second month, uh, I'm sorry, then a, a security, security deposit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there are a lot of of landlords that will try to take advantage of foreigners and ask for three or even four months of rent. They're not allowed to do that, but they they will certainly try. Mm -hmm. And so you have to kind of know your rights uh, moving in. But the structure of the leases here, really interesting. So we, by Spanish law, we have a right to automatically extend our lease to five years. The landlord cannot kick us out. Within Mm. those five years, unless there's like a death in the family or, you know, if there's some other circumstance, Mm -hmm. but as long as we're paying rent, they can't kick us out. And then it's extendable, I think, to seven years without any changes to the contract. And then after that, it turns into like a month to month type of thing.
0: Oh, but your but initial uh contract is what three years?
2: The initial one is five now. It used to be three and now it's five.
0: Oh, oh. Um, I thought you said you so you get your initial lease and by law it can go to five, but you're saying it starts at five.
2: By law, actually, you only have to live in a place for six months. After six months, I can I can as a tenant, I can decide to leave. Oh. But the landlord cannot Kick me out for five years wow. unless I'm, you know, like setting fire to the yeah. place or breaking <laughs> yeah. the law or doing yeah. something. You well, know, that's
0: a pretty good deal. Six months, and yeah. then you get a cent. <laughs> so amazing, ticket, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's sort yeah. of
2: a one-sided contract. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: a very one-sided. Okay,
2: <laughs> it is. So you have to be. You know, I can see why landlords would want to have. You know, increased assurance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um That you know that you're going to stay there long term and take take good care. So for those five years, they can't raise the rent? They can't actually. So it's regulated by the Catalan government. Mm -hmm. Um, So in Catalonia, there's all these departments in the government that's like the department for the protection of this and the protection of that. (laughs) And there's one for like the department of the protection of tenants. And they issue every year how much a landlord can raise their rent. And it okay. depends on the area. It okay. dep- like there's a number of different factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay. So our rent went up by 2% this year. Now, with mm-hmm. regards to rent itself, it's definitely a lot cheaper than, certainly than the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, the most big metropolitan areas in the U.S. Are, are probably more expensive. To give you an idea, we live one block away from the beach. Mm. Wow. wow. Yes. And <laughs> nice. also we're one block away from the center, from old, the old town center. Oh. Oh. So we're right next to everything. Cool. We have a duplex, which means um, we're on two floors. We're at the very top of the building. We have three balconies, one in the wow. here, which <laughs> is like the private one. And, and then we have two little balconies that overlook the, the square. The community itself has a private pool with a garden. The apartment is actually four bedrooms and three bathrooms, which is much bigger than what we wanted. Oh my god! I know. It's like we're yeah. those stupid Americans. That, you know, it's like there's two of us, yeah. if we need right. six thousand square feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh
2: huh. But it's like it's no, like no joke. It's the best. It's the nicest place I've ever lived in. Mm-hmm. Or what do you um, think he pays, Gil? Yeah, give it a, give okay. it a guess. Um, in euros, of course.
0: In euros, yeah. Oh, by the way, and I'm glad you brought that up. I think I had checked today. The euro to US dollar is uh, like seven cents difference. So yeah. we're, we're yeah, about to say. Okay, yeah. so I would say for a duplex, what, four, four
2: bedrooms? Four bedrooms, four bedrooms two too baths. Oh, three, three baths. Three, three baths. baths. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a um, fireplace. There's like a yeah.
0: fireplace. Oh All right. I'll, there's a pool I'll in the say, complex. I'll, I'll, I'll throw out some crazy number. Uh, uh, 1,200.
1: Oh, yeah. I say 3,000.
0: No, Gene, he said it's much less. It's not going to be. Oh,
2: okay. To 2,000.
0: <clears> okay. What, 900?
2: No, Gene is a lot closer. We pay 1,800. Oh, that oh, makes sense.
0: Cool. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. still, that's th-
2: so inexpensive. No, though.
0: No, the audience doesn't see. Leo's face. So I thought he was going to say like 800
2: or something. 800. Well, but here's the thing to remember, though. 1,800. 1800. And Citrus is an expensive part of Spain, Catalonia. It's like the second or third most expensive. Oh, right.
0: You know, I looked up the realty. And and yes, very expensive. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. But now here's the other thing. Most expats like us move to the areas that I'm living in the old town by the beach. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you go to Publisset, which is just a five-minute walk up the hill here, and so you're more like 10 or 15-minute walks from the beach, the same apartment would cost you 1200
0: Oh,
1: what a difference. Uh, right,
2: yeah, those yeah but they're minutes. in... I'd pay I that extra money to, to I be mean, in that area. Yeah, you just yes, look out your window absolutely. and you see the people.
0: Oh, no, absolutely.
2: Yeah, Gosh. that's right. I mean, every day I, when I walk out my door, I'm like, holy crap, man. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. believe I live here. It's such a beautiful, like when you said S, it starts with an S, like spectacular. I yeah. thought, yes, <laughs> absolutely is spectacular. <laughs>
0: Wow. So there's two floors. Do you, mm-hmm. Is your office on a separate floor? And how did you decide to use my, it? Yeah. My
2: yeah. office is at the bottom of the hallway down okay. there, okay. along with another office. So wow. here there's three bedrooms. One has okay. its own bathroom oh, and the kitchen and, 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 and uh-huh. another bathroom. So there's two bathrooms there and then upstairs here. So there's oh. like a, a stairway that goes upstairs that way. That's where we have the, um, the fireplace and the master bedroom with you wow. know, a nice big bathtub and, you know, like the master bath. And what. And it's a balcony. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then here on this side is where we have the balcony, you okay. can't see it because the drapes are covering, but we yeah. just we just got a lemon tree. We called her Limona.
0: Oh, Lamona. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. Yeah.
2: And and so you pay
1: eighteen hundred for this four bedroom block from the beach. Can you um no, one block? <laughs> a, a, a block, right a block yeah, from the yeah, beach. Yeah. One block from the beach. Is that realistic? Or do you get some, some kind of special deal? Did you know somebody or something?
2: That's actually pretty expensive because the building that we're in has a doorman and it's the only building in such that has a doorman. Mm. Oh. So our friends used to live right across the street from us and granted theirs was three bedrooms, two baths. So it had that one less bedroom and mm. one less bathroom mm. and they paid 1400 a month. And they now moved to this amazing flat just on the other side of the town kind of closer to the big church, the Church of San, mm-hmm. Santa Tecla and, San, and or San Bartolomeo. They have this amazing artico. so it's a penthouse like ours mm. with this gigantic terrace. And wow. now they pay like 1400 a month or, to, oh. or or less for that. That's so amazing. what we pay is a little bit on the higher side okay. for okay. Um, for this part of town, okay. but it's because it's a duplex with four bedrooms and yeah. whatnot. And a um, doorman. And a doorman. <laughs> we used to pay 1300 a month for a three-bedroom, two-bath that was right on the beach, but <gasps> it was about 10-minute walk out of town. And we're lazy. We got tired of walking <laughs> at that 10 minutes. I was like, oh, you're killing me. <laughs> you know, like I want to wake up in the morning, roll out of bed, and go to the coffee shop for my café con leche and a croissant. You, you, you know? feel that, huh, Gil? Yeah,
0: Dean, I know you were going to go there. Come visit,
2: Gil, come visit. No, it beats
0: me for being lazy, okay? But um, no, I I need to lose weight big time. It's been... um, (laughs) Yeah, let's not talk about that. So Leo, tell me, being so close to the beach and also city center, Mm -hmm. um, I assume you don't
2: have a car, or do you? I do not, and I don't miss it. Mm, big I time. really yeah. don't miss it yeah. because the other thing is we're less than 10 minute walk from the train station Oh, and also buses. And so almost everywhere we want to go, we take a train or bus. The dog loves hopping on the train. So we'll take him with us if oh. we're going wow. to Barcelona. Yeah. OK.
0: And so while some restaurants you had mentioned earlier or, or even uh, rentals don't allow for pets, the public transport allows? I guess I'm like,
2: yes. So if not on a bus on a bus, you're not allowed to have any dog of any size. I mm-hmm. think even like a small one in your bag that you can't have it on the bus, but on a train, you can have dog of any size. They have to wear a muzzle because they don't, you know, with tight oh, spaces if they sure. don't want dogs biting one another. Mm-hmm. But that's for regional trains. And then for long distance trains, they are now starting to allow bigger dogs on high-speed trains, which they typically haven't allowed in the past. Mm. I take my dog everywhere. He's not allowed to go into grocery stores. Um, By law, they're not allowed to go. And there are a couple of shops in town that don't let him go. But my dog's a celebrity. He's a star. (laughs) Like, he will go to all the gay bars and we'll run in and run right up to the bartender and sit and beg for a treat. No. And they all give, yeah. And they all give That's him so treats. Cute. And oh. it's, oh, my God, this dog is like he walks into, there's a clothing shop. He's got a friend in town named Paula, And she sees him and he sees her. And they get all excited. And they. it's like, you know, oh they run God. toward. It's like one of those movies where people are running towards <laughs> each other on the beach. Like, so,
0: wait, what kind of dog is Bubba?
2: He's a Staffordshire Terrier. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Okay.
1: So so we understand that that everybody loves Bubba, but do you consider um, Spain a dog-friendly place?
2: It is a dog-friendly place. I find that the Spanish and the Catalans in general are very dog-friendly. Now, the biggest difference is that my dog is considered a perro potencialmente peligroso which essentially means a potentially dangerous dog because oh, of what? his dog breed. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so he wow. has to
2: wear a muzzle. Aww. And so what I normally hear from Catalans and Spaniards is, oh, poor dog, that damn law. Why did they make him wear that <laughs> muzzle? You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. And so when
0: he's running into the gay bar yeah. and he's got the muzzle on. Yeah. So they have to, the bartender or whomever has to remove it to, Right. To give it's him a his basket
2: treat. it's a basket so he's got you know oh. he can so it doesn't like close it's just you know it, it literally looks like some kind of fetish mask you know oh. um and so they just put there's like a um a number of different perforations where he can E okay, and okay. I'm thinking and, of the yeah. traditional, yeah,
0: you know, not able to move, you know, for
2: biting. Yeah, it's not okay. fully closed. And, Got it. and actually with this heat, they don't mm. allow you to have those types of muscles. You have to have a muscle that's open for your dog okay. to be able to okay. breathe. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah. at least they're very humane. You know, I mean, it's yeah, that they're,
2: they're and thinking they're well, changing the law as well. So supposedly, I mean, for the last four years, they keep saying every year if we're changing the law. Supposedly, <laughs> he won't have to wear his muscle for very. <laughs> much
0: oh, poor yeah.
1: Bubba. Okay,
0: yeah. um, you know, we had another couple on who had a dog named Bubba. Another gay couple.
1: Yeah, Bubba, but bub, that Bubba passed away sadly. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's sad. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So back to housing for a second. Sure. Because of all those ads that you mentioned that were ghosting and what have you, how did you come across, you guys, your place? I mean, by the way, the audience doesn't see this. You wouldn't even know where you were. It, it looks like a modern condo, modern apartment with two floors it and an inner yeah. stairwell. I mean, it's very cool.
2: It is. So we've lived in three different places. The first place was similar to this one as well in Barcelona. Okay. The second place was the one in Balmines, which was a little bit more what you would think of. It's a Spaniard type of place It had these really beautiful arches Mm -hmm. and, you know, lovely tile Mm -hmm. everywhere. Right, right. But we found this place actually because we decided to move. And so we reached out to an agent and we said, do you have any places available? An agent that was recommended to us by somebody else. And she said, yeah, we have this place. It's here in this part of town. Why don't you come check it out? And I had just had surgery, but I was like, whatever, let's go. And the place ended up being a little bit farther than we wanted. It wasn't quite right. You know, sometimes it was a beautiful place, Mm -hmm. but it just didn't quite fit. And so she said to us, well, there's this other place. It's closer to town. It's a little bit bigger than what you're asked than what you're looking for. And it's a little bit more expensive. But if you're interested, come check it out tomorrow. If you don't like it, that's fine. If you like it, then great. So we came to check it out. The place hadn't even been listed. There was a family of seven living here. There were two adults and five kids and they were in the process of packing and moving. There were toys everywhere. <laughs> and we walked in and we were like, this is the place we want it. Oh. And so we actually got it before. It was listed. Uh, and then we find out that it was her colleague's listing. Oh. And her colleague, well, she's happy because, of course, they split the, mm-hmm. the oh, okay. mission, right? Yeah, yeah. So her colleague was like, oh, my God, well, it's not even listed. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I already rented it out. This is a crazy American couple size. There's only <laughs> two of them. Can you believe that? You know? wow. And so that's how we ended up okay. getting the okay. place. So you were um,
0: fortunate. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But also I have like, so I have a friend who has a a place of one bedroom that he rents out by the poor. And because such as is very much a community where who you know gets you a lot farther than what you know. Oftentimes I'll see people that will say, hey, I'm looking for one bedroom for a couple of months. Does anyone know anything? And I'll direct them to him. Because I know that sometime in the future, I'm going to need a favor and I might have to go to him for, you know, or he might come to me and ask for a favor. And plus, it's just a nice thing to do. right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So is he a native?
2: He's from Poland. Yeah. Very interesting guy. He's from Poland. He's a emergency room. He's not a nurse. He is like an emergency technician or something. I think he drives an ambulance. But he does his work in Switzerland. Oh, and he goes to Switzerland for like four months, does a bunch of work, earns all the money he needs for the year, comes back to Citus and spends his weeks at the beach and painting and doing whatever.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah.
2: Like, we know that the rent is a little less expensive
1: than rent in in most big cities in the United States. What about cost of living? How does that compare?
2: Cost of living is still relatively less expensive. And so when I think about like the basics, first time we went grocery shopping here and the lady that was, you know, ringing us up said something like it was 30 euros or 40 euros. Bill and I looked at each other and we were like, run. We felt like we were stealing from them. (laughs) And so for example, because of inflation, things have gotten more expensive. And we've now gotten in the habit of complaining because our big bottle of olive oil has gone to four euros, costs now four euros. (laughs) And we're like, curses, four euros. That's terrible. (laughs) But generally, a lot of things are, are cheaper. So for example, our trains now are free for the rest of the year. We pay 10 euros for a ticket. And then if you use the train for 16 times, then they reimburse you those 10 euros. Typically, even before that, it, it was not expensive. It, uh, like it. I would buy these tickets that were like ten round trip tickets between here and Barcelona, and it was something like thirty euros um, Mm. for ten round trips. Wow! So that
0: they reimburse you. I mean, that must be some administrative nightmare.
2: Well, you know what? So it is. But the Spaniards love their bureaucracy. So any (laughs) chance they have to add, you know, rule with the hoopla process, they're like, "Oh my, let's let's do it." (laughs) That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So groceries are typically cheaper, I would say. Um, clothing is about the same. I mean, ah. I, I just bought a pair of shorts for like 30 euros or something. Oh. Is so that in
0: Z- Zara? Zara?
2: <laughs> no, that was actually a small boutique here Ooh. in and in That's Citas, why it was but, 30. Um, that's, <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit more expensive because and just in general is more expensive. Okay. Food tends to be cheaper. Now, in terms of electricity and, and gas and utilities and things like that, which are the other, you know, big ticket item. So gasoline for your car, more expensive, hands down. It, it'll run you about 12 euros for a gallon of gas. Oh,
0: here. wow. Uh, so it's almost yeah. three three to four times what we're paying here in
2: New York. Yeah, yeah. It's very expensive here, mm-hmm. and which is in part why I don't drive. But also a lot of the cars here sit gas you know the fuel efficiency is a lot higher okay but for electricity we have a fixed contract that fixes our electricity bill at 100 euros a month every oh month. that's hmm. low um, i mean that's good yeah. It's actually very cheap, especially in the summertime. And it's because we're long-term residents. So okay. um, they will fix it at a hundred euros a month. And then gas for us is more expensive. So our water heater is run on gas. Um, uh, our stove is gas. So we have certain things here that are run on, on natural gas. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure which... You know what it, it all is, but that runs us about three hundred euros every two months, so about one hundred and fifty oh. euros a month. Okay, okay,
0: That's not which bad. is
2: you know, there's yeah. just two of us, so we're not we're not extravagant. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing is healthcare. Healthcare here is a lot cheaper, and and the quality is quite good. I've had surgery. Here I had a thrombosis, a blood clot due to COVID. So I had oh, wow. surgery. Mm-hmm. I've had CAT scans, sonograms. Yeah. It just last week I had a gastroscopy because oh. long story short, but I've been having these health issues due, mostly due to COVID. And the most I paid for all of these things. So I had to, this is tragic. Oh my God. What? To prepare for my surgery, I had to inject myself with blood thinners.
0: Wait, wait, for, you mean, like with a needle.
2: Yeah, Oy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the tragic part. I, I was so, I was oh, so traumatized. Yeah, it was like I, I can't believe I'm doing oh this. My God! <laughs> but that medicine was 150 euros, and it's oh. the most I ever paid. <laughs> everything wow. else: the cat scans, the sonograms, the surgery, the gastroscopy, everything yeah. was free. Huh. And the not only was it 150 euros, but the pharmacy then gave me a receipt because it was done through private insurance. She gave me a receipt, which which I could then take to the public provider, the CAP, which is like the the local public health administration, and turn in my receipt and they would reimburse me 60% of the medicine. Wow. But I going back to the lazy part, I was just too damn lazy to do it. <laughs> and I was so traumatized God. by having yes. to inject myself. Oh
0: my. Know? God.
1: Wait, so so you're on the public healthcare system and you have private insurance, is that right? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, a lot of. And
2: money. I recommend that for everybody. So to move to to Spain, you have to have private insurance because you will not qualify for public insurance until you've lived here for uh I think 6 months or a year or mm-hmm. something okay. like that. But because I came here employed with the Spanish company, I automatically both me and my husband automatically qualified for public like oh, okay. right away, uh, and the advantage is that when I need to see a doctor through my private insurance, because I can see my doctor faster, I can see a specialist faster. I can for the CAT scan, I had to wait a week. If I was going through a public CAT scan, I probably would have waited several months. So oh, okay. you d- you get it faster. But for emergencies, private insurance sucks because they don't have hospitals, the only hospital they have is in Barcelona. Oh, yeah. So for emergencies, I use public. If I have to go to the emergency room, I use the public and I go to the public hospital.
0: And you're comfortable with that?
2: You're comfortable <clears throat> yeah, the, with phones the, the public. quality of care is actually it's better than it is in the States in a lot of cases in terms of the quality. And the only thing is that when I went to the um, emergency room, I had to wait four hours to be seen. And, okay. you know, that's, that's the typical. same as in the States. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, they, they assess if your arm is hanging off, then they might. Be <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. How many yeah.
2: limbs do you have? still? <laughs> exactly. Oh, three? exactly. You can wait. <laughs>
0: um, I have an odd question. Could you have had someone at the hospital inject you with those thinners? Yes, but it has to, <laughs> I'm
2: be, thinking it ahead. Had to be done every day. And okay. so I had been. And you know what? Gil, the first time is the worst. I literally cried like a little baby. <laughs> and after I that, I was just like, whack, you know, it was like I don't, throwing the dart. Think I, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> yes, I mean, you could. You could. Um, do your mother did you it. Had
0: my mother did it. Well, my mother was on dialysis for six years. Oh, oh and before right. that. Well, she had gestational diabetes after giving birth mm. to the last kid, I'm but sorry. no, they, they, yeah, she's, may she rest in peace. At one point had to go on insulin and I yeah. will never forget, I was there with her and the doctor pulls out an orange, you know, like a, like one of those big navel oranges and he took out a needle and he said, this is how you do it. He, you know, it goes right in. I'm like, oh my God, I nearly fainted. And not yeah. that I'm a, you know, I'm not afraid of needles, but when you have to give it to yourself, that's daunting. You
2: got to go in quick. If you go in quick, you don't feel it. If you okay. go, the first time I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to. And by the second or third time, I was just like, push it in, push the top on so that the okay. it, it comes pre-prepared. so you don't have to worry oh, about it. So you don't have to uh, like,
0: figure out and then get that yeah. little air bubble out. So
2: Bill couldn't do it for you. Bill is afraid of needles and okay. I'm afraid of Bill with needles. So it was more okay. It was safer okay. for me to do it myself. Okay. I would I would actually trust the dog to do it for me before I trust my, my husband to do it.
0: Okay. All right. I had to know that. But uh with the private insurance, you know, I don't know if you're like me or or Gene, we tend to over-research on the doctors, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, like like California and New York, you have a million of them. And you start to go crazy because when you have too many choices, you wind up so fed up. What's that selection process like? It can't be like the States.
2: It kind of is. So the, the other advantage to going through healthcare is that they have physicians that speak in English. Okay. And so for me, my, my Castellano is good enough that I can speak to physicians and in, in Castellano. Wow. Uh, As a matter of fact, my internal medicine doctor... Will speak to me in Catalan, which oh, yes. is which is very very similar to Italian, and I'll respond to him in, in Italian. Oh, and we you understand each other. Yeah. Wow. Like are so percent.
0: You're fluent in Italian.
2: I'm fluent in Italian and Castellano and English and a smattering of French. And I recently found out Romanian is very similar to Italian as
0: well. (laughs) Wow. So that's wonderful.
2: I love it. Like there are literally days where I, Oh God. So I, I very easily sidetracked, but I was again, walking my dog. There were these Italians sitting that were like, Oh, what a beautiful dog. And so I'm I'm talking to them in Italian, and then one of my Spanish friends walks by, and I'm speaking to him in Castellano, and then <laughs> one of our English friends walked by, and so I'm speaking to him in English. And at one point, the Italian guy turns to me and says, how many damn languages are you what, what is happening? But it's wow. not uncommon in Europe for people, yeah. you know. A sure couple languages. Okay. Um, but okay. going back to your question. So the advantage of the private insurance is, is that I can I can have a video conference. First of all, I can call a hotline and they always know that I speak English when they see the phone ring. When it's me, they automatically speak to me in English and I have a choice okay. of English speaking doctors. And then they'll tell you who they are, what their specialty is, where they're located, all that kind of of stuff. And so for my primary care doctor here in Citrus, I didn't like the first two. The second one, I ended up yelling at him because he was kind of a jackass. And then the third one that I found here, I was like, oh my God, this guy is really, I love him. He's really good. He doesn't speak a damn word of English, which is fine. By me and neither does the internal medicine doctor, which again for me is fine it's not important, but my dentist they all speak English and they're hysterical, oh my God, if you ever have to go get work done at a dentist' office do it in catalogue <laughs> <laughs> <Really? laughs> they, they yeah at least my dentist is they're really good they're really funny, they entertain me you know that's funny
1: ah. I just want to make uh, I get something clear. So, there are more English-speaking doctors in the private system or the public
2: system? In the private system, private. there are okay. definitely mm. more English-speaking doctors. In the public system, they will provide you with a translator if you need one. It, it's one thing if you're going for an emergency, and they, you know, it's another thing if you're trying to build a relationship with your doctor. Then yeah. it's, mm. it's better to have them um, speaking English. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in terms of the cost, it's very reasonable. We pay one hundred and sixty euros. Not each, but for both of us together, we pay 160 euros. And that includes per month, that includes medical and dental. And and we have a co pay of four euros per visit after we've seen the doctor, I think 12 times. After you see a doctor 12 times, you have to start paying it. So
0: that's the private.
2: That's the private. That's a very good good. deal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And And
2: um, it's quite good too.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. The reason why, even if I was fluent in a you know, there are these medical terms, I would just be uncomfortable. But if you're fluent, then it's different. I mean, you can even look it up, and I assume you can read and, and yeah, in, in yeah, Italian. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right, cool. So, what? Where is the
2: nearest hospital? How far is it from where you you guys live? So, in town, there are several medical clinics that aren't full blown hospitals, but they have dental, they have labs, so they can do lab work. Mm-hmm. They have, they can do almost everything other than surgeries and things that require like big expensive equipment.
0: Okay,
2: um, And that's here in town. And then the nearest hospital that's like an actual, what what you and I would recognize as a hospital mm-hmm. is in a town called San Pera, San Pera de Rivas, which is 1515, miles away from here. Oh, no, sorry. I take that back. It's a 15 minute car ride from here. So it's it's probably about five miles or less from here. Okay. And we've had to go a couple of times now to the hospital for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. And the taxi will come and less than 10 minutes later, you're at the hospital.
0: Oh, nice. Are the taxi fares also reasonable?
2: They are. So we go to the airport. And again, the whole lazy thing kicks in, right? (laughs) Because we can hop on a train, we can hop (laughs) on a bus, but I'm like, I ain't doing that. I'm I'm taking a cab because I don't want to worry about whether the train or the bus is late or whatever. Right, right. And so when we go to the airport, we'll take a cab. And the airport is about a half an hour cab ride from where we are here. And that is Kind of expensive because we cross through a toll mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is that the cab has to pay both ways. Okay. So they charge us for the toll sure, of going sure. both ways, right? Mm-hmm. So that will generally be about 80 euros, 80 euros okay. to do that. Okay. Okay. But if I'm just going, like when we take a cab to the hospital, for example, it was 20 euros or less.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Okay.
1: And which airport
2: is that?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, it's the Barcelona airport, El Prat.
0: Okay, okay. And that's that's only about, you said, 30 minutes?
2: It's about 30 minutes. You know, it depends on traffic. Mm -hmm. And it depends also because you can take the bus or you can take the train. Mm -hmm. So if you take the bus, it's, it's again, going to be about 30 minutes. If you take the train, it's going to be about 45 minutes. But it's also the cheapest option. I think it's only seven or eight euros. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Unless our, you have a free train ticket like I have.
1: Uh, <laughs> of
0: course you do. But what about also elderly, if you're over 65, let's say, do they have reduced rates?
2: They have reduced rates and also they have all these crazy things. So what I love about living in, in Catalonia, which I think is the same in in a lot of different parts of Europe, is they have all these programs that are like, do you have a library card? You do, then you get in this museum free. Uh, Oh, it's the third Tuesday under the and of the second full moon of the fourth month. Oh, then you get into this museum. Like all these weird things happen. Um, but certainly if you're elderly, you get a discount. And also, you know, people with disabilities and things like that get discounts as well. That's nice. Whether they take advantage of them, I don't know. I'm certainly going to.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I will. I I like, uh, Jean, Jean and I keep saying we're going to hit those, um, early bird dinner (laughs) rates.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. That's (laughs) right.
0: And when we get to that age.
2: (laughs) So you know what, Jean, then I think you would love it here because they have what they call a menu del dia, which is like Ah. the daily fixed menu. Yeah. And it can be anywhere from like 12 to 20 euros, depending on, on, you know, the type of restaurant and where you are but it always includes a starter, a main dish, a dessert, and a drink. And the drink could usually would be anywhere from, you can choose like water, beer, wine, essentially, or soda.
1: And is that only for lunch or is dinner, is dinner included?
2: It's lunch and sometimes dinner depends on the restaurant. Some restaurants only do it during the week mm-hmm. and not on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Some restaurants do it every day. Okay. It's actually a Chinese mm-hmm. restaurant. It's, it's, It's remarkably difficult to find good Chinese food here in Catalonia.
0: That's it. Again, Um, off the
2: list. I know. But you know what? It's forced me to learn how to cook it. Yeah, but, uh, uh,
0: Can you cook like uh, the places you went to in the Bay no, Area?
2: Come no, of course on. not. Come on. Learning to not. cook
0: Chinese.
2: <laughs> I know. And no, also no, because no. you can't find all the spices that you need here. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of spices that are missing.
0: Right. Which, which um, leads me. Can you order all this stuff through Amazon or or what have you?
2: Yeah, you can order through Amazon. Also, there's Catalonia, Europe in general, in general is peppered with all these really amazing markets. Mm. And so the market here in Siches has one vendor that sells spices. There are also a couple of, of specialty stores. So there's a lot of Brits that live in Sitius. And, and so there's a store here that's it's called A Taste of Home. And it has <laughs> all these British, uh, you know, uh, foods, items that British people remind them of home. And so, of yeah. course, what do they eat in Britain? Potatoes. They eat a lot of Indian food, a lot of potatoes, <laughs> a lot of curries. Yes. And so you walk in and there's all these Indian spices there, oh, even nice. though it's ah. British. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and So November, you do find them.
0: Yeah, remember, so long as you can find fresh ginger, you're halfway there.
2: <laughs> so I have, oh my God, I, you can find fresh ginger here in almost every store. There you go. And what I do is I make tea with it. and But I make uh. tea that's so strong that it's spicy and oh. I love it. Oh huh? my God.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so that's yeah. like the big ingredient for Chinese food. But I would definitely miss. Uh, how about Indian? Is there um Indian? There
2: is a lot of good Indian food.
0: Actually. Oh, okay, um, okay. So that's
2: so that's, that's good. Yeah. What's interesting is Indian, Japanese, and Thai food are the three Asian foods that. And and I you know it's like Asian food is such a big bucket. Right?
0: Yeah, but, yeah. But
2: those are the three cuisines from Asia that are the easiest to find here. Now, if you go into Barcelona itself, there are also some good Chinese restaurants. Actually, there's mm-hmm. one Chinese restaurant in Barcelona that I'm just thinking about it. My mouth is starting to water a little bit. <laughs> and there, there, it's a couple that moved from, from Hong Kong. I, I don't remember how many years ago. They're an elderly couple. And so you do find it. But in Situs I think in part because it's a smaller town, And it really caters a lot more to tourists that the variety of food here is a little less than it is in in other places, maybe.
1: But how are the restaurants in general, the the, the Spanish food? How is that in, in citrus?
2: Well, if I compare it to French or Italian food, I would say they're in third place. So, oh, I'm not blown away by Spanish food or by Catalan food in general. It is good quality. And what I like about it is that they use fresh, good quality ingredients, Mm -hmm. but I don't find it to be especially inspired. Even Mm -hmm. like tapas and paella, Mm -hmm. for example, are not specifically Catalan food. Paella comes from Valencia and tapas comes from Madrid, I think. But the food is good. And so there are some Catalan dishes here. So there's uh, like every year there's a festival called Salt. Festival, which is um, like this, this green onion that they grill on the barbecue, which (laughs) gets like really sweet and really delicious. And they eat it with this sauce. There's a sausage called botifarra, which is quite good as well. And so they do have some good cuisines. Mm. Uh, What I would say is that the quality of food here is good, but I don't find Catalan food to be especially inspired, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay.
0: Okay. So when you... I'm sorry. So when you need, let's say you're having a down day and you need comfort food, mm. do you buy it or do
2: you make it? That's going to be the hardest question of the of the <laughs> oh, session, I think. Interesting. Um, so I love my carbs your what? Carb. Carbs. Carbs. Oh. I love my carbs. <laughs> so if I'm really feeling like comfort food, I will generally make my own. I'll generally oh. make mm. like a big plate of polenta with something. Ah, yummy. Um, yeah, I love beans. I love stews, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are some foods here. So, for example, there's a kebab place here mm. that has like these pitas that are just oh, uh, yeah, falafel. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: You just hit home for us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it depends on my mood, okay. um, but, okay. uh, but definitely, I mean, there are good, I don't want to give the impression that there aren't good restaurants here. There definitely yeah. are. Sure, very sure. good Restaurants. Yeah. And one of the things I do have to say about Catalan food uh, um, culture in general is that I, I was surprised by how many vegetarian and vegan options and restaurants there. oh wow oh wow. yeah it was very surprising so yeah. at my old job i used to do a cooking show um where i would do i was like yen like yen can cook i grew up <laughs> i grew up watching yen can cook and so i'm like I'm, oh, i just I, realized was like,
0: i remember yeah 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 uh-huh. yeah
2: i was like eight years old and i'm like i'm gonna do that <laughs> And so I had this open kitchen and I would cook, you know, meatballs or this or that, like Moroccan tazine one day or this or that. And and it would be, you know, on a video with a bunch of folks at work that would cook for me. And people started sending me notes saying, that's really great, but can you do a vegetarian option? Can you do a vegan option? What if I didn't want to use milk or cheese? Mm -hmm. And what I found out actually is that the, the vegan and vegetarian cuisine here is it's actually really good and it's stronger than anywhere else in Europe that i've seen
1: is wow that right
2: yeah wow that's so yeah. interesting yeah as know. as a matter of fact the my two favorite indian restaurants here one is called uh cinnamon and it's vegan
0: okay okay and they
2: have this roasted broccoli that Oh. make your mouth open. oh wow
0: yeah we we go to a place that we really like Savan is it Savan?
2: Is
1: saravana, saravana.
0: Like it's
1: um it's actually a it's chain like... around the world yeah
0: oh is that right
1: it's mostly is it food. Yeah, yeah they're
0: vegan and but yeah it, it's a vegan place and we love it and it's right near gene's job so we could just you know walk two blocks if we're in the mood yeah there's there. one in
1: manhattan but there's a there's a lot in india yeah yeah,
0: yeah well that yeah. makes a lot of sense but um, <clears throat> you know if you have a, a really rich and filling meal you know we don't need meat i mean it's just amazing if it's cooked well and it's done Mm -hmm. fresh you know it's all good
1: all right last question before we leave the restaurants you used to live in oakland you ever been to a place a restaurant called akote of course that's my sister's
2: restaurant
0: what (gasps) are you (laughs) kidding Oh, my God. Don't say anything bad.
2: (laughs) Well, we used to live right by the lake in Oakland, by the Grand Lake Theater. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everywhere from Rockridge, Montclair, the lake, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, all of Oakland was our oyster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. What a small world. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah.
0: How long have they been there? Been there uh, long time.
1: long at least, time, at least 20 years yeah, yeah.
0: i have one one more okay. question about food um, <laughs> obviously it's an important topic um, <laughs> it is, you know right. so it is so, it is yeah if i don't have to cook uh mm-hmm. i'd rather be you know painting or doing something and then just eat out all the time all right so do you think that i could survive in sea chest just having three meals a day i mean financially will i break the bank you know
2: so it depends on what type of restaurant you like, because there is everything. So there's no fast food chains and CITAS. They're not allowed.
0: They're not but allowed? They're,
2: they're not allowed. Yeah. So all of the, well, that's not a hundred percent true because there are restaurants that are chains, but there's no like McDonald's and Burger King okay. and things okay. like okay. that.
0: Okay. Oh, that's great.
2: Yeah. So if you were, you know, just stopping by one of the sandwich shops and getting a sandwich and, yeah. you know, some fries or whatever, right, right. versus going to one of the restaurants, it's like tablecloths on the <laughs> table and everyone's <laughs> dressed nice and you've got yeah, like this
0: no, fantastic no, no.
2: view. We don't dress so nice. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I mean, I'm in t shirts and yeah. and shorts, you know. Yeah. We had lunch today we went to a place here in town called Cap de la Vila, which is pasta and uh, pizza and things like that for the two of us it was like 30 euros
0: okay Um, okay
2: so and that's about a mid-level place there are definitely places like if you stop by one of the bakeries here and just get what they call a bocadillo a sandwich or a Mm. salad and coffee it'll run you six euros oh
0: yeah, I, I'd be easy. It'd be easy for me to do that three times a day. Or easy the menu of the day, you know. I mean, yeah. if the food's good, it could be a hole in the wall. But you know, occasionally right. dressing up is nice. But more, nah, nah.
2: <laughs> you have the option um, because there's like there's a restaurant in town. My one of my favorite restaurants where six euros will, won't will get you anything. It's like mm-hmm. you go there and, and you have to be ready to spend 50 euros or more per person. Yeah. Um, and so that's more like a special, you know, restaurant yeah. that we go to every once in a while. But the places where Bill and I go to, usually it's between like, 15 and 20 euros a person. Oh, cool. um, and and we're not going to, if we wanted to, it could be even cheaper. We could stop and just get a burrito or a sandwich at one of the local mm-hmm. places that you don't even sit. You just order at the oh, counter and then, then buy. eat okay. and go walk on the beach or something. Oh,
1: cool. And I forget, okay. do you generally tip in Spain?
2: No. And actually, it's one of the things I had to wrestle out of Bill to stop doing. Because we go to a restaurant and the the bill would be thirty euros, and he'd be like, "Oh, let's leave a ten euro tip." And it's actually considered kind of gauche, very ah. show offy and quite rude in Europe okay. to tip like that. Oh. Um, you can tip one or two euros if you if the food mm-hmm. or the or the service was especially good. And we do occasionally. We, uh, I like today at lunch. I didn't tip anything, mm-hmm. and a lot of times there's a small service charge included in Mm -hmm. um, and the price that goes directly to you know the waiters and the people that work in the kitchens.
0: Okay. So the vast majority you would say don't expect tips.
2: They don't. That's right.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: But they love Americans because Americans will leave a 10 euro bill on the (laughs) table.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Then they know, right? And Yeah. okay. So they don't mind it.
2: It's just No, they don't uh, mind it. But they but they do think it's very showboaty.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. OK. Yeah.
1: OK. It seems like there are a lot of expats in, in the
2: area. Is that is that the case? Yes, there are people from all over the world, really, from Australia, from India, from Japan, from Germany, from everywhere. There's people from all over the world. OK. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and is it a big tourist destination?
2: Yes. As a matter of fact, that's the one thing if I could change about Citrus, I would have it be a little less known. <laughs> because, there. so for example, for Carnival, there's 28, 29,000 people that live in Citrus. For Carnival, we had 300,000 people show
1: up. Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah. Are there that and many so,
0: hotels and accommodations?
2: Yeah. Really? Yeah, but also a lot of people are coming... For the day. And oh, then, oh, so they uh, come in from Barcelona, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. or the, from Patagonia, from somewhere else. And and that's the other thing is, so when in the summertime, for example, there's a festival called Bear Week. It happens in September. And it's a week-long festival where, you know, a bunch of gay men show up. It's <laughs> bears, right? Oh, those kind of bears. Yes, yes. <laughs> Those <laughs> kinds. Yeah, those kinds of <laughs> bears. You
0: said bear leaf, as in like bear, green No,
2: bear, bear week. And okay. usually people are like, oh, we had like 10 or 15,000 bears show up this week, but they're only counting the people that are lodged in hotels. Uh, Oh,
0: okay. So it's not really near. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so there are a lot of people that will come in for the day and leave. And that happens the entire summer. Like I'll go down to the beach and the beach will be, Full of people, mm-hmm. but they show up in the morning and they leave in the afternoon. Uh, oh, okay. Tourist season is the summer. Yes. Tourist season. So it generally starts around May, June timeframe, and it lasts until about September. And then actually from October through the, the following May or June, it's quiet it and the weather is still quite nice i mean yeah. it was january and we were in shorts and t-shirts walking up along the beach um, wow oh, yeah it's oh, nice okay. and sunny yeah but it's also uh, you know there aren't any tourists at that time of year okay yeah. yeah so and the traffic must be
1: horrendous during tourist season right
2: not in town because most oh. of it is pedestrian only ah. so you are in the center of town the the foot traffic is horrendous uh, and the pickpocketers are all over the place, but <laughs> the the car traffic is only on the outskirts. You're not allowed to because it's a it's a historic center, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't built for cars to begin right, with. Right, right. And also, they limit the number of cars that can come in. Oh, good, okay. good.
0: Yeah. Wait, I have a question mm-hmm.
2: back to weather.
0: So, what is? Are there four seasons, or what's the weather like? Because I heard you mention that you have a a fireplace. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, does it get cold?
2: There is cool, there is warm, there is hot, and there is hotter. Those are the four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. So how is that a long,
2: long season, the hotter season? The hotter season, yes. It's, I feel it's the longest season, but I think it's just because it's, it's so hot. You're literally constantly sweating mm-hmm. because it's humid here as well. Oh. So when I say hot, I say it probably... Gets up to 37 to 38 degrees. So Oh, so that's like over 100. Almost a 100. It's, it's around, yeah, like high 90s. Oh, with humidity. The, in, and then it's humid. Oh. Yeah. But then in the wintertime, it can get down to, you know, like maybe four or five degrees. So like okay. low 30s, yeah. mid 40s okay. on a cold day. Okay. But the average temperature in Fahrenheit, I think, if you look it up, I think it's probably around 50 or 60 degrees. It's not that cold here. Okay.
0: All right. So you do get to use the fireplace. I mean, if if you want to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's gas. So it literally, you flick a button. Oh, Oh, it's easy (laughs) enough. Okay.
1: Um, Sure. Let's talk about some fun stuff. So
0: (laughs) I thought food was fun.
1: (laughs) It is fun. But
0: You guys have moved multiple times and i know mm-hmm. that growing up you moved multiple times what was the move like from california did you have a lot yeah. of stuff to get rid of and i see nice artwork behind you i assume you yeah. brought that over no
2: no, no we you bought it there yeah oh okay. wow yeah nice oh my god it was such a traumatic time <laughs> because we ended up getting rid of everything oh and at first like i've Weeks would go by and I was like, okay, now I'm gonna start packing. Now I'm gonna start getting rid of stuff. Now I'm gonna, you know, donate this or donate that. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I was, I just I couldn't let go. There's yeah, my yeah. stuff. I yeah, don't want to. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got rid of one thing, and it's like the floodgates opened. And oh. I was on fire. Really? Oh my God. And I called this charity that does all kinds of, of charitable things for women who have been abused and yeah. who are in right. shelters and mm-hmm. who are looking for employment and this and that. Yes. And I literally called her and I was like, I have the kitchen full of stuff. Do you want oh. it? And she's like, sure, we'll come check it out. And she came back like three times and she was like, are you sure? Can I really take all this? I feel bad because I was giving away like my KitchenAid mixers oh. and wow. this and that. And and i was like listen if you can promise me that someone will use it someone that needs it will use it just take it all i went to the catholic charities and i gave them clothes and furniture and everything anything i could give away i gave so nice yeah yeah and so we ended up moving when we moved it was the three of us me bill and the dog and we each had one suitcase (laughs) and then we had packed about eight to ten smallish boxes that had books and personal effects that we just you know didn't want to get yeah. rid of because it had sentimental value. Mm-hmm. But we didn't bring any furniture, we didn't bring it, nothing. And so when we got here, it was like I could run around and tell people my name is Jonathan and I come from you know wherever and totally <laughs> reinvent myself and no one would know.
0: Would know? Wow. So but you- that must have felt freeing, yeah
2: yeah 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 it was amazing but because of that the first two places we rented came furnished okay because we didn't Ah, have any furniture sure sure and this one we furnished ourselves also because at this point we realized we're going to be here longer term Mm -hmm.
1: okay yeah was it hard purchasing furniture there
2: no not at all there are a number of really um good options here so there's everything from ikea to like really high-end. We walked into this one showroom that was like these people take all this reclaimed wood from around the world and they make this amazing furniture. And uh, of course, I saw a table that I liked, and but I didn't like the 17,000 euro price tag on oh it. So, so <laughs> yeah. we ended up just going to, I think it was a place called Maison du Monde and buying some really lovely furniture there. And, you know, and it's all, it's comparable to what you would find in the U.S. Yeah, in yeah. terms of price points. If you want it cheap or expensive, you can find it all. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I hear there's a lot of good Spanish woodworkers also. So oh, I'm yeah, sure yeah. the
2: art is just all over. Yeah. Yeah. The artistry here is quite good.
0: Some of the things that I do, I want to do or continue to do in retirement is take courses, art courses and so forth. Are you? Do you have that available in Seachis or nearby?
2: yeah there are so there are a number of things that are available. uh one is if you want to learn Catalan, it's almost free. Because they really, they want to encourage you to learn Mm Kabbalah. But also there are a number of, of community centers and there are also a couple of movie theaters here that are old warehouses. And so they have rooms upstairs where, as a matter of fact, they give art lessons, they give yoga lessons, they give, you know, all kinds of different things. If for people that like to do, that like to swim and do sports, there's a community pool here that's like a pool and a gym. Uh, there's a horse riding school just up the hill. So for people that want to learn how to ride horses or even go horseback riding. So there's a lot of different options for people. Um, one of my friends owns a shop here and she just finished doing a Reiki oh. course, a free mm-hmm. Reiki sessions for really? children between the ages of seven and 15.
0: Okay,
2: There's a lot of, of opportunities here to do yeah. things like that.
0: And I'm wondering... Are the courses um, reasonably priced? I mean, in New York, you know, every course I take is hundreds and hundreds, unless you go. To well,
1: you take free courses <laughs> so now.
0: Now I'm enrolled in um, college, community, a community college, and a regular mm-hmm. college. And if you're sixty and up and some of them are 55 and up you but you just paid registration and you go in to the courses with regular students uh you're non matriculated unless you want to but um yeah. I have $80 registration fee for a whole semester it's incredible. It's yeah yeah so that's something that i'd love to um and it sounds like there might be those opportunities there
2: um, I'm not sure there's that type of opportunity in Seches because mm-hmm. it's a small town mm-hmm. and there aren't right. any big, you know, universities like that, but there definitely Barcelona. are in yeah. Barcelona.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. What about the language? Now you, you speak the language, but mm. if you didn't, if you only spoke English for the most part, could you get away with living there for a while while you're learning?
2: Um, Yes. So I'm going to be careful what I say here. Um, CITES, you can more than almost any other place in Catalonia, including in Barcelona. In most of Catalonia, not only do you, in fact, benefit from Castellano, but also from Catalan. Now, there's a real undercurrent of like anti-tourism, anti-foreign sentiment in Catalonia. For a variety of reasons. Wow. And it's not a majority voice, but it's strong enough that there are times where literally I have to repeat myself to someone and say, I don't speak Catalan. And they'll continue speaking to me in Catalan. I'm sorry. Now say in Castellan. I'm sorry, but I don't speak Catalan. Can you speak? And they
0: understand Castellan? you, right? You think they yeah. understand what you Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And I've had people ignore me. I've had people say, no, you're in Catalonia. You need to speak Catalan. I've oh had people yell at me. So awesome. I was actually being yelled at in an elevator by an older gentleman yelling at me for not speaking in in Catalan. And I was with a coworker, and my coworker timed up, and she's like, You need to be ashamed of yourself. He's been here for six months. He already speaks Castellano, he speaks Italian, he speaks English. You don't speak any damn language other than Catalan. <laughs> this is not the way we treat people when they come to visit our. <laughs> oh, so nice. you get yeah. kind of both, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but I would say definitely if you're in Sitges you can get away with speaking in English only but people appreciate when you try to speak in castellano or in catalan mm-hmm.
0: Now does Bill speak either or Um Bill can
2: understand castellano but languages are are more difficult for him um, my, I mean, my advantage is Italian, right? Italian yeah. and Spanish yeah. are very similar. For Bill, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, so he typically, he can say the basics, like, you know, where's the bathroom? Can I get this? Excuse mm-hmm. me, get out of my way, that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. um, but He's got, he can't you know, really hold so, the conversation. So
0: if you're together, you usually do many of the, I guess, more yeah. difficult. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. right. Well, that's good uh, to know about Catalan, because I think I'm going <laughs> to yeah. avoid, you know. It's not really it, sensitive. If someone yelled at me, I would feel so bad. I would just be like, F you, man. You
2: yeah. Know? Well, because... that's, that's a very, very rare. Like, that, that happened to me once. I've been here four years. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But it didn't make me, it did open my eyes to, you know, how many times yeah. in the States do people say, you're in America, you need to speak English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It exists everywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely. guess there's
0: so much of that in america it yeah, look i'll be honest um what what were we we were recording an episode of someone who said oh i you know they 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 look at me different and this is a white guy and i'm like i'm thinking i'm thinking what would they do if they saw me
1: oh yes, yes. i
0: mean it would be just off the charts i mean i i have people in brooklyn say things to me and it's just it's horrible yeah but but in Brooklyn, I kind of, I kind of expect it. Um, <laughs> I don't expect it in certain areas of Brooklyn. I have to say, where I can go into certain areas of Brooklyn and no one would notice me, like in San Francisco. But um, yeah. it's who needs that? Like, I wouldn't live six months there. Let, let's say, I'll put it that way. You know, for me, it's just yeah. too
2: hard. Mm-hmm. I, so that's the thing that I actually like about Catalonia and about citrus in general is it is a relatively open society. There are people of all colors that live in Sitges and no one cares. I mean, it's not that no one cares. We love it. We like that type of diversity, yeah. but but I've yeah. not seen that type of, of racism that I have seen in the States, for example. But you also do find occasionally there are people that are, you know, so, you have to remember that up until very recently, you could be thrown in jail for speaking in Catalan. And so, Catalans, I think the society has been scarred by the dictatorship What while Franco was around. Yep. Catalans were being murdered. They were being jailed. There was a lot of this... You can trust your neighbor because your neighbor might call the police on you. Mm -hmm. And so it created a society that is very insular. And what I find is that people that have been around when Franco was alive, the older people, people my age and older, have a much different mentality. They tend to be a little bit more closed, whereas younger people are like, oh, my God, you're from America. (laughs) Oh, let's Mm -hmm. talk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, of course, like our neighbors here are lovely. They're all Catalan and they're really sweet sure. and really lovely but you know the scars i mean think about how african americans have been scarred by slavery absolutely and yeah. you know i think that it's similar in some ways i mean i don't want to compare the two no
0: no and um, you know what but, i don't but mean the impact
2: to... that it had yeah know.
0: and i don't mean to generalize but there are areas that let's just say i would have to think twice if sure. i were to move to even you know even parts of the midwest sure. there are areas yeah. that you know, I'd lived in Kentucky for six months on a on a field assignment for a company I was working with, and I could I could feel the stares. Some were more out of just curiosity. You know, I had kids in a mall say something to me like, "Oh, you know, do you know Jackie Chan?" And it was one of those. Yes, we numerical... just had tea the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and <laughs> like... you know, I actually I took the opportunity. I said, "You know, he's my cousin." So they walked <laughs> away. They said, "Oh my God, she knows Jackie." It, you know, it's her cousin. I'm like, okay. So that yeah, was nice. ignorance you know what I mean? knows no
2: boundaries.
0: <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I remember driving out of the um, supermarket lot in uh, Florence, Kentucky, and I was pulled over by a cop who said I had gone through, I guess, a red light. I, and I was just a little lost because I had just picked up the rental car from the airport. And I said, let me go get some food. But, you know, I, he said, where are you from? And I didn't say China this time, even though I've never been to China. I said, oh, New York. He goes, Okay. I'm I'm gonna let you go, but just be careful. So, you know, he could have he
2: could have easily gone the other way and ticketed sure.
0: in. So it's really it you you do have to be patient.
2: Catalan society in Catalonia in general is very safe and they're they're very family oriented. There's a lot of things here for children. I find, you know, Catalans are just like any other group of people. Of course, there are some that you want to have dinner with and <laughs> someone that you don't want to have dinner with. Yeah. Um, But in general, I find the society here to be pretty open and accepting of people from all over the world. Really, Yeah.
0: Yeah. But see, just also, I mean, you have such a large gay population. Yeah. You would think that would be a very open in in general, you know? So that sounds like an amazing place to begin with. Yeah,
2: it is pretty open. And, you know, the thing is, it's like it's not that we don't have any problems. Our mayor was just arrested for embezzling money. So, you know, it's well, not like for the course. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Far for the course.
0: Oh,
2: my
1: goodness. OK. All right, I, I just have a fun Maybe. question before we wrap it up. Citrus has
2: 17 beaches, we're told. Do you have yes. a favorite? The one that's closest to me is always my ah, favorite. Okay. Um,
1: there goes the la- the laziness comes there out There It again. goes. A la- yeah. <laughs>
2: It. So actually, I have to say, I do have a favorite. Um, I have two favorites. One is Balmines Beach. And I like Balmines Beach because for two reasons. One is it's a nudist beach. And so there are, you know, naked people there. And I like to swim naked. And it's just, it's fun to be swimming in the sea without, you know, wearing anything. And the other is because it it tends to be kind of the more gay beach, even though not lately in the last few years have been a lot more families that have been going to balmies, which I also like actually. And then my other favorite beach is the one that's it's literally just down the street from me on the opposite side of there's like a like a break in the in the beach. And I like that one because it's close, but also because the water's clean, can walk out, you know, several meters and not like it's not very deep. But I, the last time I was there, I got stung by jellyfish. So the, one of the disadvantages of being in the blue zone is that you're swimming and you see fish and you see jellyfish and you see, you know, things like that in the water. Um, the jellyfish don't come out very often actually but when they do come out you have to be careful and i didn't even realize i'm just swimming about having a good time And the next day i have all these welts on my belly and it's it's clear i was stung by jellyfish at some point point. Oh,
0: and some are poisonous right uh,
2: they're all poisonous oh, they but are. the ones that we have here are not like the kind that will kill you type of poisonous okay. they're, they're okay. more like you get like a burn with you know with a what's a, a bubble like a yeah yeah. You nice know. So. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. So those are my two favorites. But then there's also one down at the end, which I very rarely go to because it's about a mile away. But I love that one because you can rent kayaks there oh. and you can go kayaking. And it's got like this really natural harbor yeah. with all these little man made islands in the middle of it. And when I, every time I ride my bike there and I see kids like playing in there, and, you yeah, know, yeah. And I, oh. It's like, oh, I want to go there, but yeah. then I'm too lazy to go down there.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a happy place, right? It's a yeah. good
2: place. I mean, there's, there's a lot of beaches here. Mm-hmm. And actually, the town, one town over is a town called Castel de Fels, and it has the longest beach in, contiguous beach in Catalonia. I think it's 11 kilometers long. Wow, um, mm-hmm. And it's just spectacular.
0: Wow, that sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else, Gene?
2: No, I think
1: everything's covered.
0: Leo, is there anything you'd like to add or some wise words of wisdom?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, I would just say come and check it out. If you think that you want to move to Spain or Catalonia, definitely come check it out. The one piece of advice that I give to everyone is don't move to Europe thinking your life is going to be easier than it will be in the States because life in Europe is not easier. I personally find it better. I like life here better than I do in the States, but I don't find it especially easy to live here. I don't find it especially hard either. It's the same thing as like the bureaucracy that you deal with in the US is more so here in Spain. So -hmm. there's pluses and minuses. And if you wanna live in a society where, you know, public transportation is, is really robust, where healthcare is really good, education is much more accessible, Quality of life is a little bit, you know, more tranquil than Europe is the place to go. But be aware that, you know, a lot of times people move here thinking it's going to be all, you know, riding your bike Mm -hmm. in the countryside. And it's just not like that.
0: And does Bill share your sentiments?
2: Yeah, yeah. And yet neither one of us would move back to the States. We're actually probably going to sell our house in Oakland soon um, and make Europe our permanent home. Okay, okay.
0: Just real quick. So you have your home still in the US, you just said. So, yeah. what about financial things? Like, did, was it easy to open a bank account in Catalonia and so forth?
2: Yeah. So, you'd be amazed when you walk into a bank and you tell them, I want to give you money, how easy it is to open it. <laughs> oh, okay. They're okay. like, sure. Not and everywhere. Have, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. But, and you have a couple of options. One is, the first bank account that we opened was as a non-resident because it takes six months to get your residency. Mm-hmm. And so what that meant was that it had higher fees and you couldn't apply for credit cards and things like that, which is fine by us. We don't, yeah. we don't yeah. uh, use credit cards. But then after a while, we opened a resident account, which then is better because for a lot of the utilities and a lot of, you know, renting a place, you want to see a credit history. Sure. And so that's what that will give you. But it's surprisingly easy to do so. And also, we still have our accounts in the U.S., and which we can use those those cards here as well.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Yeah. I think we've covered quite a bit and taken Excellent. up a lot of your time. But no, this was really, pleasure. yeah, no, this is very really so rich and very, very full of uh, robust yeah thank you so much thank you so nice meeting you leo likewise
2: Likewise. enjoy your day yeah you too too. bye-bye
0: okay bye we hope you've enjoyed this episode if you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us please reach out to us we'd love to hear from you Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well.